0: The Warriors find themselves in a 2-0 hole, something that Steph Curry and this group of champions have never been in. Can they pull out of it? A full Game 2 recap right now. Let's go. Ah, uh, yes, thanks for joining us. Unleashed. Barry, sports talk with me, John Lund from KMBR Radio in San Francisco. KMBR 680 for in the Bay Area. You listen to the Blowtorch. Got the new app, KMBR.com. However you want to listen to the show, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. with the voice of the 49ers. Greg Poppin, of course, Pop did the Warriors for years, so we'll talk about this on Tuesday. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, thank you so much. Please hit the subscribe button and tell all your friends. If you're listening on the podcast, just John Lund Unleashed, all you have to do, various sports talk, however you want to search for it, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast. please listen there. Take us on the road with you. Interact anytime, 24-7, 365, at John Lund Radio on Twitter, Instagram, I'm there as well. But if you want to go on Twitter, uh, I check that much more often. If you're watching the YouTube channel later, put it on the comment section. I always go back and check the comments, and I will hit you up on the comment section as well. But the best place to get me is at John Lund Radio. However you're watching, however you're listening, thank you very much. And, again, subscribe in the podcast or on the YouTube channel. The Warriors go down 114-106 in Sacramento. A game they probably should have won. First quarter, Sacramento's not hitting any shots they missed their first 11. <clears throat> Both teams are turnover prone, but not more than the Warriors. But before we go any further, and I'd love to get your feedback on this, the Warriors were 44-38 and 38 for a reason. They were 11-30 and 30 on the road for a reason. They're not a great team. They might not even be a good team. 44-38 and 38 most years gets you to the bottom of the rankings, 6-7-8. And we all have, at least I have personally, maybe you didn't, I gave the Warriors chances because of what they had done in the past. Really nothing that they had done to this point in the season. Nothing had indicated strongly that they would be better in the playoffs. Nothing indicated during the season that they wouldn't turn it over or get beat on the offensive glass because they don't have any size or that they would win on the road or that they would execute down the stretch. Things they didn't do on a consistent basis throughout the season. Therefore, they had a 44-38 and 38 record. But for some reason, and I think the reason is, they've won championships before, so we all gave them the benefit of the doubt. We said once the playoffs have uh, hit, things will be different. Vegas bought into it. Uh, everyone bought into it. And the series is not over. I'm here to say first and foremost, as you look at the screen, if you're watching, 44 and 38 for a reason. Dre booted, we'll get into, is the series over? I don't think the series is over at 2-0, but the Kings, 23-18, and 18, the best road team in the Western Conference, so they're not going to come in here intimidated what the first two games did was gave the King, give the Kings the belief that they can beat the Warriors because they can and did. And the things the Warriors did during the regular season, they did in game number two. They were turnover prone. Uh, they had 22 turnovers, 26 fouls. They were outscored 25-9 on turnover points. Uh, they were outscored 12-5 in the fo- final three minutes of the game, which is exactly what happened. Some for some reason, inexplicably, they went eleven and thirty on the road during the regular season. They went 0-2 in Sacramento. Uh they turned the ball over a lot during the season. And Steve Kerr, when TNT interviewed him after the first corner, kind of blew it off and said, Hey, we played great defense. We only gave him up gave up 17 points. That's fine. And I and there is the crowd who says, Ah, that's just the Warriors, right? They turn it over. I get it. I'm part of that crowd. Okay, they turn it over. But when you make stupid mistakes and you think you're the Harlem Globetrotters, and as Steve Curry used to say before he just got beat down by this whole thing and just said, to heck with it, quit trying to hit the home run on every pass. Singles are fine. Hit a single. Every once in a while, hit a single, especially when you're in the playoffs. Just make the right pass the right play. You don't have to make the fancy pass the fancy play. Jordan Poole, slow the hell down. Draymond Green, you don't have to make every great pass. Steph Curry is the greatest warrior of all time and one of the – Top 20 players of all time. Slow down. You're not a globetrotter. Turning the ball over a ton. 25-9 on, a, on turnover points. As you can see on the numbers there, we'll get to that in a minute. Turnover points, 25-9. Bench, 36-21. It was Davion Mitchell and Malik Monk tonight. Curry never hit the flurry, went three for 13 on threes, and second chance points, 20-11. to These are all things that are self-inflicted. Not executing down the stretch. The Kings are not a great defensive team. Again, you settled for bad plays offensively. You were you're you're not taking shots within the rhythm of the offense as far as threes go. Second chance points, nobody can rebound. Draymond Green and Kevon Looney were in foul trouble until Draymond got kicked out. They were down 91-87 at 7:03, and we can debate this. If you don't think he should have been kicked out, I saw the play. I get it. Sabonis grabbed his leg. Shouldn't have done that. He got a foul call for it. But in today's NBA, it's not the Pistons and the Bulls. It's not the Celtics in the in the in the Pistons. You can't get away with it. You can't stomp a guy's chest because you're frustrated. You can't stomp a guy's chest. You can't. You got to wait. You got to untangle just the way it goes. It wasn't a Draymond Green type of technical foul. It was just a technical foul. You're not going to stomp on a guy's chest and get away with it. Now, if you're a Warriors fan and you're watching and you're screaming through the you're screaming through the camera, no, no, yeah, you know, I I understand. You're biased towards the Warriors. You're biased towards Draymond Green. Draymond Green, keep your composure, man. This is a 44 and 38 team for a reason. They're not good on the road. They just proved it. They're not good down the stretch. They just proved it. They turn it over too much. They got problems with size. They can't rebound. Hey, give it up to Kavon Looney. He's doing the best he can. But he's not getting a whole hell of a lot of help. Why couldn't you have played 6'9 Jonathan Kaminga down the stretch? Because Jonathan Kaminga can't rebound. They had to go to Moses Moody, who didn't do a horrible job. But again, it just shows that they just don't have certain guys. Thank God for Andrew Wiggins tonight. He was the only consistent offensive threat. And I'm including Steph Curry, who had 28 points. That wasn't a Steph Curry game. When you need a game two on the road, and I'm putting the pressure on Steph Curry because he gets all the accolades, and he's a two-time MVP, and he's – and. He's one of the greatest players of all time, and he revolutionized the game. In a game two, your team is looking for you to make the plays. And you can't go three of 13 from three, and you can't turn it over like he did. And Jordan Poole, you're on the side of a milk carton. The second half of game one, completely useless and not in it. And then you look at the second half of this, uh, you look at this game in total, one for seven and four points, and you can't play Jordan Poole because he can't defend anybody. So if he's giving you nothing on offense, which was what he was doing tonight, and he was in a hurry, then defensively he's got to be out of the game and you got to play GP2 or you got to play DiVincenzo, who wasn't very good tonight. And they're in a two-hole, uh, two-zip hole for a reason because this is the way they played during the regular season. There is no switch. As we go through the things that I wrote on the YouTube channel, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, underneath 114-106, 2 hole, their first since 2007, there is no switch. We're just going to flip this switch, and down the stretch, we're going to be great. We're just going to flip this switch, and we're going to defend in the lane. We're just going to flip this switch. There is no switch. You proved over 82 games this is the team you are, and the only reason we gave you the benefit of the doubt, Warriors, is because you deserved it. You're the defending champs. You won championships before that. This is a group that knows it. This is a young group in the Kings. We all gave you the benefit of the doubt. Vegas did. Fans did. Analysts did. Everybody did. Now, to say that the series is over, which is what's going to happen on the YouTube, on the uh, screaming shows on ESPN tomorrow, it's not over. But this is a 44-38 team for a reason. I told you the w- Dubs beat themselves. Turnovers. 25 to 9 on on turnover points at 16 points, the bench 36-21. I mean, those are huge numbers and a lot of those turnovers, especially early in the game, four or five of them in the first quarter, live ball turnovers that led to fast break points for the kings and the kings outscored them uh fast break wise i've got it in my notes here somewhere fast break wise anyway they killed them on the on the fast break as well here i'll get to the bottom and i'll tell you the exact number but the for, the fast break points absolutely crushed them in the end and they were live ball turnovers and there's a huge difference between live ball and just turning the ball over and they got to take it out on the side by the way 36-21 on the bench i told you about 41-29 in the second or, second order. That was a killer. They should have been up 10 in the first quarter. The Kings couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. Couldn't hit any threes. They missed their first 11. Should have been up 10 in that. And the old Warriors, the war- the killer Warriors, the Warriors who would have gone into a game two and absolutely crushed the Kings' souls early would have been up in that first quarter by 10. They should have been. It was simple. Uh, Anyway, I'll get back to all those things. But a lot of it was self-inflicted is my point. A lot of self-inflicted problems. For the Warriors in this game tonight, as we go down to the numbers, as I said 25 9, bench 36 21, Curry 3 of 13, and second chance points 20 to 11 at key times during the game. And Sabonis in the first game wasn't very good. And say what you will about he and Dre getting mixed up, Sabonis was a lot better in the second game uh, 5 of 17 in the first game, 8 of 12, and 24 points for Sabonis, had nine rebounds. And, again, not a lot of guys around him. Again, Keegan Murray only had two. Barnes had a few key points, but only 13. Herter was good in the first half, struggled in the second half. De'Aaron Fox, if you tell me De'Aaron Fox is going to go 10, and this is what I talked about after game one. If you go back and you listen to the the podcast or watch the YouTube show, he went 10 of 23 and 2 of 10 from 3 for 24 points. You can live with that with De'Aaron Fox. He got into the paint a few times, but nothing like game one. So you defended him much better. Gary Payton the second, was on him a lot of the time. Whenever GP2 was out there, he was on. But then Davion Mitchell killed you in this game. 5 of 10, 2 of 6 from 3. He had 14. Malik Monk, not 32 like he had in the first game. 6 of 15, 3 of 7, he had 18. But total it up, it's 36-21 because who's supposed to give you points off the bench for the Warriors? Genzo nothing. Jordan Poole, 1 of 7, 4 points. Gary Payton the third played 27 minutes, and he got 13 points. And the reason he has to play ahead of Poole, ahead of DiVincenzo, because those guys aren't defending at the level that GP2 is. So whatever they might be able to give you offensively, they can't play, especially when it comes to Jordan Poole. He just can't play. Played 15 and a half minutes. Played 15-30. Because on one end, he's giving you nothing. He's he's too hurried. And he's 1-7 of 7 and 0-3 from three. And then on the defensive end, he's absolutely getting crushed. So that's the story of game number two. The big question is, Can they bounce back in game number three? Give me your comments. Give me your thoughts. As far as the Draymond Green play is concerned, because that's what everybody's going to be talking about, down 91-87 at that point. They're still in the game with 7.03 left. You know, I look at a lot of plays by Draymond Green, and I think they are because of his reputation. You go back, and I knew once they were going to look back at that play that he was going to get kicked out of the game. Yes, Sabonis grabbed his leg. There was a foul call on that. Curry missed the free throw. And then Sabonis uh, missed the two free throws. But it was missing Draymond Green, who had been kind of skirting that line with five fouls, another reason why late in the game and in third quarter into the fourth quarter, Looney and Green both had the five fouls, and so they both couldn't play aggressive defense inside, which led to more offensive rebounds, which led to easy points in the paint. And then ultimately Draymond gets kicked out. Now, is it fair to say he lost his composure? He did. You're not going to stomp on a guy. You can't stomp on a guy. You just got to stop for a second, untangle, get back. You cannot stomp on the guy's chest. Call me wrong. Call me crazy. That's the way the NBA is. Now, would I like it to go back to Bulls and Pistons and Celtics and Pistons and Bill Laimbeer and Rick Mahorn and all that kind of stuff? To an extent. I mean, there's way too many ticky-tack fouls. It breaks the rhythm of the game. I'm not a huge fan of it. Everybody's screaming and crying and yelling and one. It's not my favorite part of the game. In fact, it's my least favorite part of the game. But I know what the rules are. And remember the Draymond Green that said, I only get technical fouls when I want to? Yeah, you probably didn't want to at that point, down four with 7.03 left in the game, knowing that Kevon Looney had five fouls. But what do I know? So anyway, that was the issue with Draymond Green. Do I agree with it? it the way the rules are today, yeah. It, it, it was clearly uh, a technical foul. It was, it was clearly going to get him kicked out of the game. It was a flagrant two, and that's the way it was called. I watched the national broadcast. I'm sure the local broadcast was screaming and crying and all sorts of stuff. But that's my thought. At John Lund Radio, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up comment section under here as well. Uh, adjustments, pretty simple. Uh, Steph Curry can't go three of 13 from three. If you are the player that we all think you are, and we do, then Steph Curry's got to come out with a 40-burger. And that's just, you know, that's a hell of a lot to ask. But nobody else is really getting it done. Give it up to Andrew Wiggins, who is really good tonight. Uh, give it to Wiggins, 22 points, 9-19 in almost 40 minutes of action on his second game back. So, Wiggins was great offensively. Nobody else helped. Even though Steph had 28, it's an inefficient 28 when you go 9-21 and 3-13. And you turn the ball over five times. And Draymond Green turns the ball over five times. That's inefficient. And that's not Steph Curry. So, I expect a completely different Steph Curry. Home versus road. Uh, the Warriors were 33-8 and during the season versus 11-30 and on the road. Duh. That's going to make things a lot different. And even though the Kings were 23-18 and 18 during the season, which was the best road record in the Western Conference, can they do it again? They've got sky-high confidence right now. Now, do I think the Warriors are going to win games game three? Yeah. Will they win game four? I don't know. I don't think the series is over, and I think it could be 2-2, and then we come down to a, to a final three games. That's what I expect to happen. But the the careless turnovers, they're not going to get any bigger, the offensive rebounds. Uh, getting uh, getting Jordan Poole going off the bench. Uh, the positive signs are Wiggins is playing well. Peyton seems to be up to speed. He played much better defensively. They kept De'Aaron Fox in check. I can live with 18 with Malik Monk, but it's always somebody. Tonight it was Devon Mitchell who had the 14. In game one, it was Trey Lyles with the 16. That's what a good team does. All right, you're going to shut this guy down. Okay, you did a nice job on De'Aaron Fox. Then we're going to get some bonus going for 24. So they've just got different ways. Kevin Herter at times hurt the Warriors. They got off to an 0-11 start, 0-for-11 start from three. They were turning the ball over early as well. They looked a little bit nervous. The old Warriors put their foot on the neck of a team like that. They're up 10 or 12 at the end of the first, and everything rolls. The Kings scored 41 in the second quarter. And again, down the stretch, offensive rebounds, turnovers, all those things that the Warriors did during a 44-38 and season. They did in game two against the Kings. For some reason, we all expected it to change, and it didn't. So the big question now is, is the series over? I don't think it is. Give me your comments. Give me your thoughts. I expect it. I expect Thursday to be the most effort that the Warriors give all season long. I'm sure Draymond will run to his podcast and complain. Can't stomp on a guy. Just can't. You can disagree with me. Give me your thoughts. Is the series over? What did you think of game two? Want to talk about Draymond, that's fine. Steph Curry is one of the greatest players of all time. Can't turn into three for 13. The first quarter, when they had a real opportunity, when the Kings couldn't hit the broadside of a barn and went 0 for their first 11 from three, had real opportunities. Played uh, De'Aaron Fox well enough. Sabonis played well. Devion Mitchell came up, came up forward. And Malik Monk made enough plays. And the Warriors still can't win on the road. They went 11-30 during the regular season. Why do we think it was going to change? But they have won a road game in 27 consecutive series. So can they still do it? Give me your thoughts, questions, comments, podcasts. Make sure you're subscribing. YouTube channel, you're subscribing. And, of course, watching the uh, or listening to the KMBR show as well. Let me start this again. It is John Lund, Unleashed, Barry, a sports talk with me, John Lund from KMBR Radio in San Francisco, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. with the voice of the 49ers and the former Warriors voice, Greg Papa. Tune in for us tomorrow at KNBR.com or KMBR 680 if you're in the Bay Area. And then make sure that you're listening on the podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast, and subscribing to the YouTube channel where you can see all these fun graphics. Warriors lose, 114-106. Give me your thoughts, at John Lund Radio on Twitter. It's unleashed. various Sports Talk with me, John Lund, only on the Locked On Podcast Network.